They say the best things in life are free, but that's not true. Go to patreon.com slash bmfcast and give us your goddamn money. This week on the BAMFcast, we thought Fred Williamson was crazy, but now we can see his nuts. One stop. We're in. All right, welcome to the BAMFcast. Hey! BAMFcast. BAMFcast. Episode 453. Man. Wow. It's getting longer and longer to say. It's a high number, but not the most important thing. No. No, the most important thing is that I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And what we do each and every episode of this here Bamcast is we go ahead and we watch ourselves a quote unquote bad movie, come in here and talk about it for the first half, and then we rate them good bad movies, enjoyable bad movies. They go one to five jocks and robot jocks. Robot, robot jocks. jocks. Robot it's a movie that I enjoy. We liked it. We do. It's pretty good. But you know what? Hold up. Hey. What? There's also bad bad movies. This is stay away. They get a negative sliding scale, one to five bags. Isn't giant bags of trash? Oh, no. Ooh. Yuck. Ooh. Garbage. Get it away from me. Yeah. Just letting you know yeah. that that's a part of the scale. Probably not going to be relevant because here we are in yet again. It's This is the most important part. It's <laughs> it's February-esque. I'm just saying like this when episode this, will post, it will post in February. February so by our rules, it works. And that yeah. means it is time for Blaxploitation History Month. Yay! The true most wonderful time of the year. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So good. So we're starting off this year with 1974's Black Eye. Black Eye. Black Eye. Black Eye. Yep. Yeah. Starring Fred Williamson and Black Eye. And stuff. Frank Williamson and stuff. <laughs> well, I mean, we usually <laughs> recap all that. So I'll save it. I'll just, we want to yeah. do a plot summary and then we'll talk about who's in it. Okay. It's very short. Okay. A private detective investigates a series of murders connected with a drug ring in Venice, California. All right. That's it. So, Fred Williamson. Is our lead in this movie. Yes. That's true. He's getting up there with Bamcast alums. Okay. Because mm-hmm. he's from Hammer, That Man Bolt, Three the Hard Way, which is fucking awesome, Bucktown, pretty good, 1990 The Bronx Warriors, and Original Gangsters. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's yeah. That's a roller coaster of a filmography. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Rosemary Forsyth mm-hmm. from Ghosts of Mars. I, I, okay. Yeah. I, I do not remember that, but okay. And from extra, Gray Lady Down. Gray Lady Down. Yeah. 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 That, that's one of those titles I'm always like, that sounds like a euphemism. Uh-huh. It's not. And I like it. Uh, <laughs> Teresa Graves from That Man Bolt. Mm-hmm. And Richard Anderson. Oscar Goldman, yo. Yeah. Six million dollar man's boss. Sure. Yeah. Also from the director of Creature from the Black Lagoon. Yeah. He was nominated for an Oscar at some point. Yeah. And now he's directing Black Eye. But not now. <laughs> well, he's still directing. Now it. being, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 1974. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So this is adapted from a book. Yeah, a novel. A no- yeah. Books. Well, you can tell because certain scenes are like, feel like, this is probably in the book. Mm-hmm. And they probably just wanted to have it in the movie. Even though... Also get it had that sweet no relevance time. whatsoever to anything else happening. This seems more like it would work better as a book because of its weird chapter-like nature of all the scenes where mm-hmm. it's just like, and now he's doing this other thing that seems unrelated to that thing, and why is he doing that? And yeah, th- this movie is very broken up into, okay, now he's doing this. 
and now he's doing this and yeah. now he's doing this. Yeah, and <laughs> as far as black exploitation goes, this falls very much on the in the shaft vein of movie where it's just like ooh shaft and vein. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it, but in the in the in the shaft uh yeah. Type, okay, this is a detective doing a real detective story. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of like the Cotton Comes to Harlem as well, where it's just like, okay, you either got crazy black exploitation where there's just crazy shit going on, and mm-hmm. then there's more like, okay, it's grounded, and, you know, this guy's a detective, and usually he's, he used to be on the force, but he's not anymore. Oh, no. he got know. thrown well, off. I feel like this one, I mean, maybe I'm reading too much into it, but I feel like the title is kind of like a double pun. Because, I mean, it's like, it's... It's a black man who's a private eye. Yep. But also, this is like straight up a film noir plot. Sure. I mean, oh, yeah. Even more so than like Shaft or, you know, Cotton Comes Harlem. Like, this is like your typical, like, oh, I'm doing this case and it, and I have this other case and I wonder how they're going to come together and mm-hmm. be the same case. And yeah. It's just, but I, in this case, it's eight cases yeah. <laughs> that all just conveniently work mm-hmm. out to be the same case. Yeah. Cause I mean, the movie starts out with. Us just watching a silent movie. Mm-hmm. Yep. But like from the point of view of the th- like inside the audience, because like mm-hmm. there's the guy twinkling the piano and all that. And it's mm-hmm. like at first we were like, did we start watching the wrong movie? Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was weird. Um, but yeah, it is it is showing us a brief history of this cane uh, that you mm-hmm. think is going to be the most important thing in this movie. But it just sort of becomes a side item. Yeah, it's your Maltese Falcon. Yeah. But like so, so it starts with the silent movie and you see an actor and he's got it. And then it's just kind of like pictures throughout the years of celebrities. And sometimes the cane is in a yep, photo. And they and, keep zooming in on the cane yeah. itself. And eventually it is uh, someone's funeral. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's that guy the, who was carrying the cane. Yeah. It's yes. his funeral. The, the silent it, movie star yeah. Rolo. Did we get like a spinning newspaper too? Like, you know. No. No. Just they, they faded in okay. on a newspaper at one point. Like Rolo dead. Mm-hmm. You know, as you do. Um, but yeah. So the beloved silent movie star has four people at his funeral. Yeah. Um and they lay him to rest with the with the cane on top of the the coffin. I assume it's his widow puts it on top like after the service is done. Yeah. With comb over preacher. Oh god. Or God. Man, yeah. that guy yeah. should really consider letting that go. <laughs> Father Combover is <laughs> delivering a very heartfelt yes. eulogy. Yes, the fashion at this funeral is nothing compared to the truck turner. It is not a pimp, pimp funeral, funeral, no. Well there's one there's one person sort of uh watching from the wings who could almost go to the truck turner funeral. Mm-hmm. Um, because I mean, yeah, these are just some somber ass old white dudes, and there's a lady who's dressed rather flamboyantly, hiding, mm. sort of hiding behind a tree. Yeah. yeah, she's hiding behind a tree, but oh. her tits aren't. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but uh, we should note the four people at the funeral. One is the wife mm-hmm. who we never see again. Right. The right. other one is Talbot, who we'll meet later, mm-hmm. and then the other two are uh, movie producer types. Yes, who yeah. you will also meet later. Correct. Yep. So I believe every scene they're in. They're in the same room. Like the two of them are never separate. Correct. You are right. Yeah. But yeah, they just kind of, you know, they finish up. She kind of tearfully puts the cane on it and they all, I guess Talbot like takes her to the car, like help her in. And Mm -hmm. I guess it was his job to like lower the casket. It's, it's weird. It's like, this is not something you usually like have the attendees do. No, but it was I his know, job to I, go back and steal the fucking cane. Yeah, yeah that's I guess. exactly yeah. what it was. But that cane stealing whore beat him to it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yes, because the, the lady <laughs> behind the tree took the cane and made like a tree and Left. Left. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. And she made like a tree. She made the, the fuck out of yep. there. Yeah. And then uh, she's back in her place, mm-hmm. posing seductively on a bed because a gentleman caller, who is not actually a gentleman caller, but a man has mm-hmm. slunk his way through the apartment building where she resides. 
and uh, has entered her bedroom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she gets through the whole discussion of how much it's going to cost, all that, and he never says anything. Nope. Just gives this weird, creepy look the whole time. And before he went in, he launched, you know, he opened up his switchblade in the hallway, which yeah. is just a giant fucking knife. Like, how- Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, she uh she goes through the whole spiel and is just like it's twenty and fifty, but if you don't have money, we can work out a deal. Which is, yeah, one no, and then two, yeah. he still doesn't say yeah, anything. In my just, experience, that never happens. Yeah, uh, two, the deal is sealed without him ever saying anything. They just start making out. Which two, no, yeah, <laughs> in my it's experience, the, it's the never happens. <laughs> It's the seventies, man. Things were things were different. I don't know. They were loosey goosey. But Mm. well, then two seconds later, he's just like he's, you know, you know why I'm here. You know what I want. She's like, and then murder, dead. Uh, Meanwhile, we've been watching Fred Williamson stroll through the streets with a bouquet of flowers. Yeah, but it's also probably about ten minutes into the movie before we've seen Fred Williamson. Yeah, yeah, they've set up a lot of the cane and Mm -hmm. everything like that. But he's just kind of wandering in and out of places with these flowers, and you're just like. Do you have a home? Like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Where are you going? Yeah, doesn't he give a homeless guy some peanuts? Uh, yeah. Or is it money? No, he gave him money. He did give him money. Okay. Yeah. Um, but he goes into. I don't know at this point. I'm thinking we never heard change. Clink. I think he gave him peanuts. Nah, he, he probably. Gave... I bet he gave him peanuts. Nah, he gave him dollars. He never has. He pulled. A... He always has a crumple of bills. Yeah, mm. I don't. I think he gave him peanuts. I'm, I think there's at least one bill in this movie yeah. that changes hands is, in every nope. scene. Is that team, like a metric system over here yeah. thing? Uh, yes, a, a crumble of a bills. crumble of bills. Yeah. <laughs> that is. Oh, that's definitely an imperial measurement. <laughs> oh, okay. Like Hog's uh, head full of coin. <laughs> <laughs> but he goes in and he stops at the first door in this apartment building, and it's where Teresa Graves lives. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Hey, you want to?" But do you want to have the sex? Let's have a good time well, tonight. He, that's the, who the flowers are for. Yeah. And then he's like, flowers, hey, and I'm leaning in the doorway. And mm-hmm. then. Well, yeah, he says, let's celebrate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll figure it out in the morning what we're celebrating. Right. And and he just kind of peers in a little bit further, and there's a white lady in there. Tilda Swinton in there. <laughs> and he's immediately like, oh, you're back on that. <laughs> back on that bullshit. And this is the weirdest thing for an early 70s movie, because there is a running plot throughout this that Teresa Graves is bisexual Mm -hmm. and is having a relationship of some kind with this lady and is not. It bothers him just as like a dude who is also having sex with her, Mm -hmm. but not in any kind of like weird, gross 70s way that you're expecting. Yeah, it's a A weird little. I mean, yeah, it's a little bit. It's a little bit there, but but it's. It's also just like, hey, I can't, you know, which he can, you know, he kind of gets put out immediately. Yeah. And then, you know, because she didn't. And then (laughs) she's just like, well, don't, you know, don't go away mad kind of thing. And he's just like, "Mm -hmm." whatever. Um, So he goes up to, I guess, what is his place. But then uh, notice that the the door for the whores of the whore door (laughs) shadow of whore door (laughs) is uh, yeah it's been held open Mm -hmm. (laughs) right and uh one does not simply walk into (laughs) so his his private eye sense is tingling so he Mm -hmm. he kind of squints at it for a while and then he's just kind of like ah what the hell i'll go over there he's like hey you up (laughs) oh he's calling her by name yeah he knows um and of course because every murder in a 70s movie means that the door is propped open somehow slightly ajar. you just knock and it just opens up yep. uh he goes in and is just like oh uh you're dead and then this crazy dude you know jumps out and they have a a, a very confined space fight um, chess is his name yes yep um i think at one point they said his first name was harry 
So Harry his chess. name is Harry Chess. I, okay. I'm pretty sure I heard that. Okay. Well, the credits only say chess. Oh, well, I mean, given who their associates are, mm-hmm. that seems like possible. Like that. That's how he would be known. Yes. At yeah. least. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. They they tussle. They do uh, it, around the dead body at some points because when he get, he yeah. s- starts beating Fred Williamson with the the cane, the titular cane. It's not a titular cane. Oh. It's a snake. Yeah, it's not. The, it's the, not named Black Eye. The, the postular cane. Okay. Yes, so <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> that's one thing. Like, like I think of think back to Bucktown. Mm-hmm. I'm like Fred Williamson is really good at making fights seem somewhat real and sloppy in yeah. a way that like things look like they hurt. Yes. With him and whoever the stuntman in is, <laughs> he's fighting. Yes. At all times, like, and the, you know, it's like it's dudes who just like get hit and they stumble around mm-hmm. and they're like oh fuck yeah. and then they can't get up and speaking of the stuntman thing when they cut to a long shot where it's obviously a stuntman like yeah they they didn't even try no, with the a, wig like it's, a, it's not even close it is a crazy fright wig <laughs> yeah i mean like this dude's got you know when you think like when you say 70s like white dude with blonde hair yeah what you just pictured in your mind is what yeah. this guy's hair is and then it's yeah, take a look at an album cover yeah, yeah. It's, mm-hmm. it's and then like the the other one is like like a blonde Andy Warhol thing. Yeah. It's yes. like it's like poofed up, you know. Like it's yep. weird. Yeah, yeah. But they fight around, and at one point, like it seems like Fred Williamson's gonna body slam him, but he does the the under the giant Hulk Hogan WrestleMania three thing of just kind of like nope, can't do it, and he falls back <laughs> with this guy on top of him, and they wrestle around a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Uh, the guy eventually just kind of gets the upper hand, grabs a cane, and runs out. Yeah, yeah. and he's the one. They he's. Says some racist stuff as he's beating him. He does. Because he basically gets a drop on him and could have just hit him once, knocked him out, and left. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But instead, he's basically taunting him and fighting him. And that's when we're like, all right, here we go. Yep. Here, here's our kill Whitey guy from yep. the movie. Yep. Uh, well, mm, yeah. But we it doesn't work out that way. No, no, it doesn't. No. He gets killed. <laughs> Eventually, yes. Yeah. By the wrong guy. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. So uh, cops come. Well, just his cop buddy. Yeah, basically. And he's just like, you know, damn it. Yeah, because Stone, he... his name's Stone. Shep Stone. Yep. <laughs> and he chases he chases the guy downstairs, mm-hmm. limping around. He, he does a good, good sprained ankle limp, which immediately goes away as soon as that scene is over. Sure. But he walked it off. Oh, yeah. Rubs some dirt on it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, guy comes in and is just like, man, come on. You're supposed to not do these things. Yeah, it's, it's the, you know, this is why you're not a cop anymore right. thing, because... You know, something about like the backstory is like, I guess his sister OD'd yeah. or something like that. And then like he was like, I'm going to go murder the dealer who basically. gave her the shit. Basically. Strangled the junkie to death with his bare hands. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so it's just like, you know, you're lucky he didn't go to jail, blah, 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 blah. You yeah. know, like all that kind of stuff. And mm-hmm. like you're a good detective. We could talk and maybe get you back in the forest. And also you live in a shithole. The guy is constantly like he's I feel like the guy is sort of overplaying. The hand on, I mean, the place could be a shithole, but it's not like Truck Turner's shithole. No, but it is of that vein of 70s heroes who were just the sloppiest motherfuckers for Mm -hmm. whatever, why that was a desirable character trait in the 70s, I will never understand. But it just seems like, yeah, just everyone lives in fucking filth and they're proud of it and it's great. Um, they don't got time to clean. Yeah, exactly. They're men. I was going to say, I I have a really gross thing that 
probably was in somebody's head is that if you make the guy messy, then you just need a good woman to come in and clean up. I'm I'm just saying like I don't oh, yeah. I don't yeah. so, no, it's I don't think that I'm saying no, that I, that was yes, like yeah, the motivation. It is a loner guy trait. with yeah. no wife right, to pick right, up after him. Right, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and it's like oh, lady comes to the well, door. I'm just saying like it was also like the 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 fantasy of like oh I can change him. You sure. know that that bullshit. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, and it's also just shorthand for right. He's, he's a busy dude. dude. Yeah. yeah. No, he no, one, no woman to clean up after right. him type thing. Yeah. yeah. He's such a busy dude. Like throughout this movie, I it which seems to take place over about 36 hours. I don't think he ever sleeps like he gets some rest at the end of a bizarre sex scene. But other than that, like there is there is really no. OK, now it's a week later. It's right. just he's just a force of nature throughout this and just goes. Does he ever um, really change clothes either? No, he's yeah. and that tie is always fucked up. He's got one yeah. tie and it's not on right. And it was driving me nuts because it wasn't like flat to his chest. It was like just yeah. fucked up. And it's just like that kind of thing is just one of those things that will drive me crazy. Just you want to reach into the please fix your tie. But. Yeah, he's just disheveled the whole time. He's well, now I know how to mess with Chuck. That's, I know. That's great. Great. We're yeah. all going to wear fucked up ties yeah. next week. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Haha, jokes yeah. on you. I'm kidding. Y'all just look stupid. <laughs> but really, what this scene does is establish that uh, he enjoys peanuts. And because uh, he's just eating peanuts and just throwing the shells behind him and everywhere. And the, uh, his cop buddy's just like, Jesus, guy, you know, mm-hmm. um, there's, there's a thing where it's like, can I have a clean glass to have my drink in? And he's like, yeah, sure. <laughs> it just wipes it off and gives it to him. He's like, well, I'm surprised you didn't spit in it. He goes. <laughs> he's like, the guy snatches yeah. the glass away like, from ah, That's fine. Yeah. So anyway. Yeah. Stone's filthy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he, he bargains with him something about like, oh, you're going to go, you know, pay petty cash to like, you know, some informant dudes and stuff like that. He's like, give me 200 bucks and a permit for a gun. Yeah. And he's like, I think he hands him 100 and it's like, you got your permit. Yeah. And that's and then he goes to a pawn shop and gets his watch back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought he was going to get a gun. <laughs> just yeah, get his too. gun back. Ah, I think he already, I think had, he already had a gun. He oh, just well. wanted to make it legal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So maybe. Yeah, and in the in the vein of black exploitation films, mm-hmm. he just kind of like stumbles into something happening. Yeah, because yeah. it's like this is kind of a dead end now. Does he? I think he goes like after one lead. For the doesn't he go cane to the, thing, he goes to the newsstand first, doesn't he? Yeah, he goes That's to the newsstand right. lady first, and yeah. then it's like you know you word on the street. Yeah, you're the word on the street lady, and you know you can pass some information around because she's the one who tells him that the dead girl was in a bunch of pussy pictures. <laughs> yep. Oh, that's right. And yes. he's like, oh, and that's what leads him to the studio, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. I'm saying like he, he he talks to her and chases that one lead, goes to the studio, and man, this scene because like we we get semi tastefully done porn set from the 70s thing because like you know they're setting the scene up and everything and then it's like you see the actress walk by but it's like she's way in the background she's way in the background and it's like there's some dumb like teak furniture thing in front of it where it's like you know you can't see i mean you could see some nudity but it's not like hey look nudity it's like that mormon bubble filter that was on the internet for a while (laughs) it's just like but you know it's like they're setting up a scene and and he's weaseling his way and like he's got some empty film reels and he's like i've got a delivery for you know what's his nuts and and they're like yeah whatever go on in there he's shooting in studio whatever okay but man the second he walks on this film set he can't take his eyes off the people fucking. <laughs> well, it's great it's, because every crew member doesn't give right. a shit. Like the lighting guys yeah. reading the sports page, up, yeah. you know, and like everyone else is like playing cards while they're shooting the scene. Yeah. And he just walks in. And it's just like, <laughs> I, people I like that. He's like giving, he, he's giving visual commentary mm-hmm. on the fucking because like, he'll kind of like raise his eyebrow and be like, Oh, oh. yeah. 
Ooh, that's a new, that's huh. a new move. Because <laughs> they're de- that. they're depicting the sound of fucking as like two raincoats being rubbed together. Like <laughs> right. it is it is not a sexual sound in any ways, but you can tell that it's happening. Mm-hmm. And every time he looks over, he just he gets transfixed for a second. And then he's just like, God damn, you know, it's just yeah. It's, and every, he no does one some good mugging yeah. during that. But, but I'll say like every scene he walks into is is that like yeah. the church and the dude's uh, tarot card place. He's just like the fuck is this shit <laughs> mm-hmm, yeah. but eventually gets over to like the producer dude who, who was he, one of the people yeah who's yeah, yeah and then he's just like hey i hear you hear you knew the lady vera that died mm-hmm. um he's like what, what can you tell me about her and he's just like yeah I've, we used her a couple times like we tend to use people like her if you know what i mean mm-hmm. and i didn't really know her know her blah 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 and yeah i love just, how this guy's like i'm above this porn right. thing. it just yeah. makes me money this, this just disgusts me yeah. but I, I know how to make money and eventually, he's just like, all right, well, you know, if you think of anything else, we, we could do it and introduce to the other lady. She's just kind of in the background, like, ooh, mm-hmm. a man, sort of, to, to kind Fred of. Williamson. And then, you know, they don't, they never really have any interaction of this scene. But mm-hmm. he's just like, you know, if you think of anything else, give me a call. And this is where we get, like, the he's got, you got a pen, and he just writes his number on a matchbook, basically. Mm-hmm. And this is where we find out, like, he basically just hangs out at this bar. That's, yeah. that's his office. He doesn't have an actual office. He hangs out, like, the guy actually reads it. It's like, you know. Shep Stone care of whatever bar, you know, and it's like, okay, mm-hmm. but yeah, mm-hmm. this is where we, this is where he goes to the bar and we kind of learn that this is where his hangout and his office is essentially and where he gets his stash of peanuts because he immediately walks <laughs> in and, and like, there's a giant uh, bowl of peanuts. Yep. There's like, you know, like a foot and a half by mm. 10 inches bowl of yeah. peanuts. Like, yeah. It's like a punch bowl full of be- yes, peanuts. Yeah, punch yeah. Bowl, oh. like, yeah. And he's just filling his pockets. Yeah. Uh, just to, No. Yeah. <laughs> don't eat bar pe- I don't care if they're shelled I was gonna don't say don't eat bar pe- peanuts, peanuts are like the safest thing you can eat at a bar because no. they have a protective shell yeah yeah. yeah. unless you're one of those monsters that yeah, eats the shell yeah but you have to touch the shell to then touch the peanuts inside it's better than the pretzels right. and stuff no it's horrifying his hands are nothing at but this bar, peanut shells at I'm this gonna point. eat the peanuts because yeah. Whatever his name also serves food there, so yeah, I'm yeah. I'm gonna I'm but gonna be okay with the food. This is where this he locks into his side plot thing, where he kind of drops his main thing for a while. Well, because, he doesn't because he's just he's just. We sitting find there. out he doesn't really luck into this. Yeah, no, yeah, not at all. Yeah. But I mean, like he's just sitting there, and like this guy, Mr. Goldman. Yeah, Mr. Goldman comes up and is like, <laughs> you know, hey, I was just you know kind of watching you to see if you know you're the right guy for this, but uh, you know, I need you to help me find my daughter. Mm-hmm. You know, she here's her picture, yeah. and, and he's just basically like. Yeah, cool. Money. All right, we're working out. And he's like, all right, I'm good. And he's like, you don't want any more information? He's like, nah, nah, I'll find her. I'll figure this out. Yeah. 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 And then, like I said, it's like he kind of stops the Vera case. Yeah, well, okay. Because like, well, oh, I'm just now going, I'm looking for Amy. My, yeah, but Amy. like he's gotten that case and then he goes to see the girl that his girlfriend is sleeping with mm-hmm. just to really say, knock it off. Yeah. Like, you're grossing me out. Stop having sex with the girl I'm having sex with. And she's she's high society fashion lady, mm-hmm. and she just gives him a, a speech of just just stuff, just things. She's just saying words, mm-hmm. <laughs> as you do. Yeah, you know. But I mean, like none of it is actually relevant, and he's not really like engaged in it. He's just like, yeah, all right, well, just hey, yeah, stop again, it. Just, again, book plot thing, yeah. most likely because what the gist of it is that like this is how his girlfriend is has her boutique and is able to do all this mm-hmm. fashion stuff right. it's because of her he yeah. does minorly try to not really blackmail but just like hey look you know i can place you at the scene of this murder that wouldn't yeah, be good that right? was a little weird yeah i mean it's just like <laughs> you know you were there when this lady was murdered so you know you don't want that right and yeah she's just like whatever yeah mm-hmm. yeah she also we- offers him like 500 dollars to just knock it off yeah <laughs> 
It's, um, it's a little weird, but it is. Yeah. He should have taken it. Yeah, but uh, yeah, that really doesn't go anywhere. I mean, but I don't. I don't know. I don't. I'm not convinced she's a bad lady. She's no, no, no. She's mildly implicated by knowing some of the people she knows later. But I mean, it's like I don't know. She's not in on this. Yeah, yeah, no. He's it's just, he's it's just, just being weird that a lady is boning his right. girlfriend. <laughs> No. But not in a way. It's more just like a hey, stop boning my girlfriend. Not, yeah. not know. even his girlfriend though, because they're keeping it very casual. Yeah, very you know? casual. And that's they say that multiple Lucy times. Goosey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but no yeah. strings so attached. Yeah. He does this whole bit, and then what's his connection? Is he? He goes to the church, doesn't he? That's right. Yeah, yeah I think he goes to the he church. He wants to track down the girl. Yeah, yeah. And uh, this is just a lengthy, just sweaty dude just preaching mm-hmm. to a bunch of goddamn hippies. Uh, yeah, basically, it's a, it's. It's presented that it's a church that they bring drug addicts off the street, give yeah. them a place to live, and teach them Jesus. And then, but it's, dude, it's also like a sleazy con man. I know. Too. I'm kind of conflicted about this guy. I think he believes that he's doing good. He's just also profiting off of it. Mm-hmm. I kind of feel yeah. like he thinks. I he's... don't think so because he had that microphone set up in the confession room. Well, he's a sleazeball, but he's yeah. But he's also like, well, we get him off the drugs too. That that'll be good for him. But if they yeah, have but a there's the whole the blackmail people listening like on I, yeah, yeah, yeah I don't know. This, this guy is. Plus, the... he's driving a caddy like a brand new. Like... Yeah, he's the shadiest gray yeah. in this whole movie. It's okay. just he could go either way. Yeah. Well, he, basically, the guy's like, yeah, I knew Amy, but she left here. I think she got back on the stuff last mm. time. Last I knew, she was hanging out at the poo house. Yeah, and we were like, "Is that is that what? code for something?" I thought, I thought he, he said the pool house. I thought he said the pool house yeah. too. Because uh, why would he say no, the poo house? He did not because why did Fred Williamson not go? The fuck is the pool? <laughs> the poo house. But no, but he said the poo house. He did. And yeah. He gave him a general direction because we find out. And now I'm very curious if this was a real thing. I'm guessing it was been. because you, you don't just paint a building for a movie like nah. this. But yeah, it's a restaurant called the Poo House, as in Winnie the. Yes, there is yeah. a Winnie the on the wall outside. Yeah. And he goes in, and there's just a dude, and it's an establishment. It's it's a quote unquote restaurant. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a very tiny restaurant, but yeah, it is. And he just he these two just kind of do a dialogue dance back and forth with it's, each other. It's weird. They they go through several layers of of seventies black, and that's the only way I could say it is like <laughs> they they start with like this like just general chat, like "Hey, how are you? How are you?" And then mm. it's like it just slowly. I don't know. It's, it's it, like it evolves, confrontational it and then friendly. And, yeah, and then they then, get yeah. friendly and then he's like, oh, you know, I, I need this. Basically, he's just like, I need this information, all this stuff. Yeah. yeah. It's like, you, have you, did you ever see her? Did you, you know, do you know who she hang out, hung out with? And it's like, uh, you know, and eventually he's just like, look, you know, if you want to find a junkie, like, there's one guy, the worm, you know, that, yes. and well, Fred Williams actually throws the name out. He's like, are you talking about the worm? Right. And that's, and then when they kind of bond over that, it's just like, it's like, Oh yeah! By the way, I'm cooking some soul food and all this shit. And he's like, "You want to hang out?" And he's like, "Hell yeah, I do!" And it's just like, then they're best friends. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> I mean, Again, I'm saying the like, investigation. He's ready to walk out the door and, right. and continue investigating. The guy's like, "Hey man, I'm I'm cooking up pig butts and and collard greens. Do you want to do you want to sit?" And he's just like, "You got something to read?" And he's like, "Yeah, here you go." He's like, "Hell yeah!" And yeah. He just sits down. Yeah, he's like, "How how hot you like them? He's like, hot as you can make them." Yeah, I'm just saying, like, it, it is. It's amazing that he just they go through like the three levels of like general politeness to like kind of you know interrogation but yeah. you know and then they're best friends <laughs> turning slightly more slang into like yeah we're just we've known each other our entire lives it's, it's kind of amazing it's it's a real good evolution yeah but he he goes to see the worm basically mm-hmm. and this is a real goofy ass scene that's not the goofiest ass scene in the movie but like he just he pulls up in his car and there's you know a guy who looks like worm you know well yeah. we, we can assume it's worm because he's looks like that kind of guy mm-hmm. just spots him and then 
Batman bolts. <laughs> just starts running. And and it is it is the dumbest cat and mouse thing I've ever seen. Because like the guy hides around some bushes and Fred Williams is like, Well, which way do I go around the bushes? And then he's just like is like doing the three stooges like whoop, yeah. whoop, 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 like around it and then eventually ends up climbing a tree. Like yeah. and I'm I'm underselling like all of the dumb dancing that around they do in this little park. It's pretty bad. And then the guy just jumps up in the tree and he's like, come down here, worm. He's like, I don't like to be called worm. Yeah. And he's like, you're, you're an ex-cop and I like you. And, and he's like, he's I like, just want to talk to you. I'm not. He's like, come on down, Mr. Mr. Worm. Mr. Worm. Yeah. yeah. He just refuses. Even the guy's like, I don't, I don't like called worm anymore. And then he starts counting. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, he one. He's like, no, man, I'm not coming. Two. <laughs> so, yeah, he comes down and yeah. gets. Gets the information and is just like, uh, yeah, uh, she's hanging out with this dude named Chess. Yeah, here's now, here's his exact address. Yes. Fred Williamson does not know that Chess is the guy no. who killed the girl and beat him up in the first mm. scene. He doesn't know that. So to us, we're like, oh, well, we're, yeah, we're getting right to up. this. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So um, he goes over to Chess's house. Well, prior, prior to him arriving, there was um, Chess got murdered. Let's just say that. There's a, there's a, he's like, he, as he goes there. Well, like he's, well, yeah, like just before, like Chess has just come out of the shower and he's slowly toweling off. And then there's just a dude like does the like <laughs> peek through the tree. And I mean, I swear to God, like we, yep. we only see this dude for like half a second, yeah. but he is, Pew. he's Uncle Rico. Like I'm just saying like, <laughs> he looks exactly like Uncle Rico from Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah. Um, but yeah, John, John Grease. But yeah, it's like, he just shoots this dude and then like goes out and gets paid by Talbot. We see mm-hmm. him in the car mm-hmm. and then. That guy's just like, cool, sweet money, bye. Yeah. And Talbot's like... Talbot's coming in. Yeah. As Fred Williams is like in the building, like trying to knock on the door and he's like, basically just misses the assassin dude and like mm-hmm. goes, because he's like, oh, door's locked. I'm going to go check around back mm-hmm. and door uh, windows open, which is weird because I'm pretty sure this assassin shot through the window. I'm no, pretty the sure the window was open. Was it? Yeah. yeah. It was open. Uh, I yeah. thought I remembered like a, a breaking of glass sound yep. or something. Anyway, but yeah. And then he just climbs through the window. He's like, oh, he's dead and mm-hmm. pokes around a little bit, gets... Finds like, the cane. Yeah, finds the cane, takes the cane, gets a like a letter from Amy of like, hey, I've gone back to Jesus. Yeah. Um, yeah. Come with me. He, he unscrews, also opens the cane. Yeah. yeah. Like unscrews the top. And tries, you know, taps it and just like, there's got to be something in here and there's not. Yeah. He's like, all right, what the hell's the deal with this? Um, And then starts going through the closet and that's when Talbot has come to the door and Talbot has a key. Mm-hmm. So he's just coming in. Um, they have, Chess and Talbot have a strange relationship. I believe they I'm were not- having a relationship of some kind yeah. uh, because of a phone call earlier right. that Chess yeah. was obviously having with that guy. Yeah. Um, where, yeah, where apparently it was a one-sided conversation. We never, I guess it's him. We can assume it's him speaking to at Talbot. Yeah. But. Well, I mean, he's the oldest dude in the movie and he calls him yeah. old something. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, yeah. Old yeah. slur yes. for a gay person. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Fred Williamson jumps out the window mm-hmm. and... Uh, he just kind of watches, watches Talbot look for the he knows he's looking for the cane. Yeah, basically watches him and then follows him to his car and then he gets in his car and then follows Talbot home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Talbot's home is also his business. Yeah, I guess mm-hmm. because his name is Talbot T. Talbot. Mm-hmm. I guess the T stands for Talbot. Talbot. Thrifty. But yeah, it's he he has a astrology Tarot card. tarot card medium thing yeah but it's not when i say that like when you think of like a fortune teller room it's not that it's just he's turned his house slash fortune telling thing into hollywood you know like silent movie era props Mem- memorabilia yeah. bullshit yeah. yeah but it's funny because like fred williamson comes to the door and he's like 
no, we're closed. And he just raises up the cane, doesn't say anything. He's just like, are you sure? And he's like, oh, well, I suppose since you came all this way, I, I can make an exception. Come in. Mm-hmm. And the whole time Fred Williamson is walking around this room, he's also making this face like, the fuck is the, all this shit? He's just holding this cane up and kind of wagging it yeah, around. Like, around. And, they're, and they're dancing back and forth. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, so what do you do? How do you know? And he's just like, all right, let's cut the shit. Like, yeah. you know, how do you know this person? I, I was. Well, yeah, of he, asked, he asked how we got the cane. Yeah. He said. Yeah, it was on Vera's dead body. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you he's know like, Vera, oh, right? Yeah. And, he's, and then yeah, eventually it's like they they still do a little bit more dancing of like, oh, I don't know who you are and who you're talking about, and and then he's eventually like, look, I I could tell you, but then they'd kill me. Mm-hmm. And he's like, he's like, well, how about if I destroy this photo <laughs> that he takes out of a, a frame and tears it up? And he's like, yeah, no, please. He's like, how valuable is this photo? Yeah, he's it's like, it's one of a kind. Yeah, it's priceless. It's Sarah yeah. Bernard signed it herself. Yeah. Yeah. So he tears that up, and this dude is just heartbroken about it. And he's like, I can't tell you they will kill me. And and Fred Williamson goes to tear up another picture and just can't do it. He's just like... Yeah, because the guy <sighs> doesn't break. The yeah. guy just kind of is just kind of standing there crying. Yeah, and he's just like, all right, whatever. Figure yeah. your shit out. I'll be back. And this is weird, because like Fred Williamson leaves, and as he leaves, they at some point have come in to to kill talbot mm-hmm. uh, well, yeah we find that out later because yeah. he goes back to the bar right and he hides the cane behind the jukebox he has a plan it goes badly mm-hmm. <laughs> because like a goon comes in and he's like hmm but he's prepared for it he's got a gun under his napkin he's ready to go yeah. um, there was also like, there was a random construction worker dude who came right. in and ordered a drink and then immediately went to the bathroom yes mm-hmm. and then this goon comes in sits down is like stone where is it and he's like that's behind the jukebox. Well, no, he's just like, you know, I could tell you, but I don't want to. And if you try to make a move, I'll shoot your dick off, basically. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'll ruin your manhood. I will, yeah. I'll shoot you in the dick. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so they're they're about to dance. And then uh, the construction worker dude comes out of the bathroom holding the bartender. And he... <laughs> so the bartender went in the back to get uh, Fred Williamson a plate of spaghetti and meatballs. Yeah. <laughs> and when he, when he comes back out, uh, the bartender's face has clearly been slammed into the plate of spaghetti and meatballs because mm-hmm. he just has red sauce all over his yeah. face. Poor guy. Yeah. What a waste of spaghetti and meatballs. Yeah. Um, yeah, so this didn't work out for Fred Williamson because mm-hmm. they take his gun and they take all the bullets out and then they take the cane and they go. They didn't take his gun. They left it on top of the jukebox. That, well, yeah, they took it away from him, mm-hmm. emptied it, took the bullets and left. Yeah. Um, but then he's like, ah, fuck, now I have no lead. I don't have the cane. So he's just like, I guess I'm going to go back to Talbot's place and try to get some more information. Yeah. That's when he finds Talbot dead. Yes. Shot, like, you know, perfectly in the forehead mm-hmm. and digs around for a hot second and finds a invitation. Yes. To what's to her uh, fancy lady? Fancy uh, lady, Francis. Francis. Is that her name? Miss Francis? Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And it's just like, all right, well, I guess I'm going to crash that. I, some other shit happens. He goes he... back to Teresa Graves. Yeah. And yeah. he's like, is, oh, that's right, is that yeah. white lady here? No. <laughs> I got you some more flowers. Let's fuck, <laughs> man. Maybe? So well, he comes in and she's like, "I want to show you all my my fashion drawings." Mm-hmm. And he's like, "They look like blue jeans." Yeah, and she's like, "Don't you know blue jeans are everything now? They're reupholstering cars with denim and denim, denim, denim." And yeah. he's like, "Yeah, whatever, how, lady. How can you make a Canadian tuxedo without <laughs> denim?" <laughs> so he is uh, he's not having. It. He's just like, "Look, I don't want any part of this." And she's like. What if I just start and then you join in later? And he's like, ah, all right. And you're like, okay, they're going to go have the sex. And then, man, I I don't know if this is supposed to be like a PG friendly version of the, what, what sex is like. Yeah, because it's just like it cuts to them at the beach in, in slow motion where he's wearing a <laughs> patterned Speedo. Oh, yeah. 
and running around on the beach holding a football, and she's kind of like, chasing him. Like a Nerf him. football, even. Yeah. yeah. And just like... They're just playing grab ass on the beach. Yeah. Yep. But he's just flinging that package around. Yeah, he is. And for a good two minutes of this slow motion scene. And then he dives on her in slow motion where it's yeah. just like, you're going to kill her. <laughs> but he braces himself and you're mm-hmm. like, okay, well, I guess this is the sex. Yeah. And then they're on a goddamn two person bicycle frolicking. <laughs> and he's like in the back riding like the goofiest way possible. Just the like opening credits of Three's Company is what's yeah. happening here <laughs> he's fucking jack tripper just mm-hmm. like why i'm on a bike i can't well, how does this thing work mm-hmm. and we're like what the fuck and then it just goes back to them in bed yeah it just kind of fades into them just like <laughs> post coitus yeah. caressing yeah all this yeah. shit was happening and i was like if Teresa graves wasn't one of the skinniest ladies that ever lived i wanted to make a she's alan thick joke <laughs> 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 because yeah this whole thing is just like it's like was that a metaphor for sex? Like sitcom? It was reminiscing about all the good times they had. Yeah, it yeah. W- it was, weird. and they did have love theme from Black Eye. Yeah, yeah. during that whole scene. Yeah, yes. it was. Yeah, which is not going to Stargrove. And then I mean, but, note. but I'm saying like grab ass football and tandem bicycle riding <laughs> to their their naked and cuddling in bed. It's like, wait, that, that that's the most confusing part. I know that, because that, they started having the sex, right? And then it cut to them at the beach, them riding a bike. And then in bed, and it's like, wait, did you just take like three days off from your investigation to just fuck around? Or I'm pretty sure it was reminiscing. I I agree, but it's just it's so weird. Mm-hmm. It's so weird. It's great, but it's weird. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, he's just like, thanks, and then goes back about his business. Yep. Is that when he goes to the party? I think so. Yeah, yeah he goes to the party. Yeah. Yeah, it's immediately after because I was thinking like when she greets him at the door, she was like, I, I smell my girlfriend on you. <laughs> But yeah, it's just it's a bunch of rich assholes and the the producers from earlier. Yeah, um, it's just it's like I I don't know why, but like Miss Francis is just like, oh good, you're here. I mean, she her whole thing in this movie is very weird because it's like mm-hmm. and all unresolved because this is her oh, last absolutely. scene. Yeah, completely <laughs> yeah. because it's like, are you setting up where it's just like you're all both because he's kind of flirting with her and she's got a wedding ring on and it's like. Mm-hmm. She's yeah, like she keeps uh, mentioning a husband that we never see. Yeah. yeah, and it's like it's just for convenience. Ha ha ha. And then it's and then but like they're also kind of flirting, but yeah. also like stop stop sleeping with my girlfriend. And it's like should we get a bicycle built for three? What's going on here? What what is the dynamic? Yeah, here? where are we going here? Yeah. and it doesn't matter. It because, does not matter. So he is he's putting peanuts in his champagne, <laughs> <laughs> and is just about to drink it when the girl producer, the lady producer, comes over mm-hmm. and is just like you think this is all not cool, don't you? And he's like, I don't know. And then she's like, come outside. I want to talk to you. And he's like, all right. So he goes outside and she's immediately like, I will give you $50,000 for the contents of that cane. Yeah. You think you're very clever because she produces the cane. She's like, I want what was inside of here. Why did she have the cane there? You you take that cane everywhere. Yeah. It's empty. Well, yeah, but she, you know, it's a pretty pimpin' cane. Yeah, it's it's a, I mean, is. yes, but you she wasn't show like your dope friends <laughs> or dope friends. Um, exactly. But she wasn't like carrying it. Like the producer didn't wasn't using it as a cane. Yeah. you know, well, as a status symbol. It was hidden on the balcony. Mm-hmm. Well, she knew he would come and okay, sure. Wanted to show that no, yeah, she had no idea. But she's like, I'll give you fifty thousand for the contents of the cane, and he's like, uh, How about a, I'll make you a counteroffer? No, <laughs> like I, I think I can get more. Bye. Yeah. And he goes to turn around, and there's goons there. And he just straight up throws a handful of peanuts at one dude. 
Yep. <laughs> and it works. <laughs> well, the dude comes at him with a gun, you know, and then he's just like, oh, well, peanuts to the face. Ha ha. Yeah. And he was hoping somebody would be allergic. Yeah. <laughs> so he, he, it was an attempted murder is what yes. you're saying. Yeah, pretty okay. much. Yeah. Because there were no EpiPens at no. this time. <laughs> uh, yeah. People didn't have allergies back then. They no. just died. Th- this is probably where they started because there was nothing. But he was yeah. just handling peanuts the whole time and everyone he touched probably got a peanut allergy. <laughs> That's not. That's not at all how this works. No, I, I mean, maybe the, his apartment really was as filthy as his friend detective was describing, and the combination of his peanuts apartment and, and the, the peanuts—it's like created, created a super the, peanut virus. So he was patient okay. zero for yeah. peanut allergies. I think so. Yeah, I think we've yeah. we've, okay. we've hit this one on the head. We traced code. it back yeah. to the source. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, I mean, they were bar peanuts. We did establish. True. <laughs> yes. Uh, the, filthy the, hands. The filthy, yeah. disgusting. But I'm yeah. saying, like, he was taking these these dive bar peanuts into fancy society. Yeah, parties and stuff. Dropping and they, them in champagne yeah. glasses. Put them in champagne, and mm-hmm. we all know where that's been. Yeah, uh, under feet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, this is yeah. a perfect storm. This is how it happened. Did you say Lafitte? Under feet. Oh, okay. <laughs> in France. <laughs> yeah, Lafitte. Yes, Lafitte. Um, so anyway, he goes running out. Uh, there's a bit where he gets in an elevator, and they stop the elevator, and he has to climb out of the elevator, and then he slides down a beam that's you know mm-hmm. part of the elevator shaft. It's one of those scenes that was probably more tense at the time. Sure. But now when you watch it, you're like, all right. There's uh, there's still a dude a few floors up crawling around on this elevator. Yeah. That's, you know, something. Uh, he eventually gets out, runs to his car. One dude's like, I got this, and then gets his ass fucking beat. Well, the, the tense <laughs> part is they, they stopped the elevator. That's what prompted yeah. him to get out. And then, like, he's sliding down, and they've turned it back on. But it, thankfully, it's, like, one of the slowest elevators you'd ever see. <laughs> yes, it is um, a very slow but elevator. But, like, he, he gets down, and, like, the tense moment is, like, he's trying to pry the doors at the bottom floor open as the elevator is, like, coming, mm-hmm. you know. I oh, mean, yeah. It's Now, like I said, by comparison, it's, like, it's the steamroller in Austin Powers. Sure. You know, it's, like, it's, okay, I, mm-hmm. you could just duck. It's still kind of yeah. tense. There's a dude in that elevator right, shaft right. as the elevator's coming down. Yeah. yeah. Um, Two elevators. But, yeah, but he, that guy who catches up to him by his car... He gets his ass handed to him. Yeah. Like he, to the point where like, at the hey. end, at the end, after getting his ass beat, he is crying. He's yes. on the floor going, oh, oh. <laughs> yes, because it's another awkward, painful looking fight with yeah. Fred Williamson where he could have legit been injured. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he goes he goes driving off. Uh, another yeah, guy gives chase. Sweet car chase. Yeah, we yeah. get a, sw- a lot pretty, of jumps. Pretty sweet car chase. Well, I mean, if you said a if you said a movie in Venice. And you don't have people jump over those like little canal bridges. Yeah, yeah. You've done something wrong. Yep. And they they do that. Yep. A lot. A lot. Yeah. 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 But I will admit the most tension I had in this movie is when that dog kept wandering out into the street in the middle of this whole car chase. And I was like, oh, my God, no. Yeah. yeah there's, and there's, there's a long shot where you see the dog walk out between the two cars and mm-hmm. then go, oh, fuck, yeah. and run back out of the way. <laughs> and it's the same dumb dog. Yeah. Yep. Let's put it this way. There's a baby in peril in this whole thing. Yeah. Don't care. No, I could not no. give a shit about that yeah, child, no. but, but the, that the dog, dog needed yeah. to get out of the way. It was way. the 70s. They might have actually killed the dog during yeah. the production of the film, yeah. and no one could have stopped them. True. That that kid would have been safe in that car. They were like, you know, yeah. 14 tons of steel. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. But yeah, it, it culminates in like the very last bridge jump. There's a there's a mother putting a baby in a car seat, which mm-hmm. must have been a very weird thing in the 70s. But yeah, um, <laughs> that was the first car yeah, seat. That was the first one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that that it was just that kid probably got the peanut allergies and then you know, <laughs> yep. right. yeah 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 um, from there but yeah so she like yanks, yanks the kid out at the last second the the car like on its very last jump sort of like must have busted the the gas tank because there was like a little trail of flames and yeah. when, it, when it crashes the car I was like holy shit are we actually gonna no it doesn't, yeah, no, it doesn't. No, there's no way, fireball way too close to houses for them to blow up that car um 
And then he just switches gears and goes back to the the girl investigation Mm -hmm. because he goes and talks to the preacher again. And it's just like, all right. I I know you got her. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, I got her. Uh, It's like, I had to hide her from you. I had to lie. Yeah. Because we have to put the Jesus in her Mm -hmm. and can't have any of your world's violence. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, he's just like, yeah, we're going to the beach. Well, yeah, meet us at the beach tomorrow. We're having a baptism. Yeah. And he makes fun of his car. He's just like, you know. Yeah. N- nice car you got here. Yeah. And he's like, the Lord provides. The Lord provides. Fred Williams, this guy's like, yeah, all right. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, yeah, so, I, I think it would have been really funny if he had like one of the 70s customized horns and it just played like the Hallelujah Chorus. On the- <laughs> 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 yeah. But anyway, that's when we get to basically what's the final scene of the movie. Yeah. Is this, this preacher is doing baptisms on the beach with all these dirty hippies. That are his congregation. Well, less dirty when they go in the ocean. Yeah. yeah. No, that ocean's filthy too. Oh. And we eventually, if anything, the ocean's yeah. making them more filthy. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I just wanted someone to yell shark while all that's happening, but mm-hmm. nobody ever does. You're too soon. Yeah, you're right. No one knew anything about sharks. Uh, yeah, they did not exist mm-hmm. until 1975. Right. Yeah. But um, we we are introduced finally to the daughter that he's been looking for, mm-hmm. who is. Preaching about Jesus to a Jewish lady who's just like, I just want to be on the beach. <laughs> yeah. She's not. Having, Why can't you leave me alone with this Jesus none talk? None of this. Because she's like, <laughs> she's like, Jesus was a Jew, and he's like, Yeah, I know. <laughs> I heard. <laughs> <laughs> Your Christian people have told me about it a yeah. billion and then, times. Then, then she does the old, the old, uh, you know, trap of like, Well, you do admit that Jesus was real, right? Like. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, yeah, I think we've we've established that historically, right? I mean, like, just leave the Jewish lady alone. She just wants to hang out on the beach. Mm -hmm. All you want to do is harass her. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, this lady packs up and leaves. And that's when, you know, Fred Williamson and the dad have shown up. Like, he's brought the dad there. He's like, all right, where's Uh, your daughter? Yeah. And the dad's like, where is she? I'm going to go to her. He's like, hold up. You know, you don't want to just go barging in there. Like, he's got a bunch of weird hippie dudes that will Mm -hmm. probably murder you if you try to, like, Come anywhere close to her. Yeah. This is so weird. Yeah, He's have, like, you ever, have you ever played Far Cry Five? Yeah. The beginning of that. It's, it's fucking crazy, yeah. man. They'll they'll kill you. He's basically like, look, we got to talk to the preacher, get his consent, and then everything will be cool. Mm-hmm. And then they go over to the preacher, and he's just like, she's hey. over there. Yeah, he, he's like, hey, this is his, her dad, and she wants to see. And he's like, oh yeah, she's right over there. Go talk yeah, to her. Just go talk to her. What are you <laughs> talking to me for? Yeah. Um, yeah. So they go talk to her, and she's like, you're not my dad. I I like this bit of misdirection. <laughs> yeah. Because when they when he says that she's like, "You're not my you're not my father. Mm-hmm. Jesus is my father now." Yeah, yeah and you're like, "Okay, there's something." Really yeah, and wrong then he's with like, her. "You've brainwashed my daughter. Yeah. What what have you done? Mm-hmm. You're a bad man." <laughs> then it just kind of becomes a little bit of chaos because, like, I, well, yeah. what happens is Fred Williamson then tells her, "Yeah, well, just so you know, Chess is dead." Right, mm-hmm. and she like flips out. She's like, "What? What yeah. are you no, talking about? No, he's, he's coming gonna be here. here. You're lying." And he's like, "He's like, give me the heroin. Just tell me where the heroin is." He told me all about it before he died. Just give mm-hmm. it to me. And she's like, "We were gonna sell it for good, for Jesus. Yeah, <laughs> we were gonna use the money for Jesus. Yeah." Mm-hmm. And all right, we're like fifty thousand dollars for heroin that would fit in that cane. No fucking way. They claim it's half a million dollars yeah, in at the, the end, very end. Yes, they're like street value, <laughs> 500000 I'm like, like no. what, what kind of heroin is that? <laughs> Fucking diamond-encrusted heroin. Yeah, like <laughs> platinum heroin. Jesus. Maybe this was like the first heroin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or the early adopters yeah. always yeah. pay off. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Back then, they just called it hero. Yeah. Right. <laughs> early access heroin. <laughs> I'll allow it. <laughs> 
Yeah, but it, it, anyway, that's when that's when she just takes off because she's like, "No, we can't." No, right. and she runs off, and immediately, as Fred Williamson tries to run off, this gang of white hippie kids all piles on this black dude. Yeah. Yes. Meanwhile, the dad just runs runs and chases her. Mm-hmm. And the preacher or whatever he is, like, it's like tries to stop him at first, and then he's just like, "I have a gun!" Blam, and just yeah. like. Yeah, shoots the preacher. Like, we're like, like, holy like, no. shit. Yeah, we're like, wait, wait, you have a gun and yeah, you just shot the preacher? And then yes. it's like, oh, well, what <laughs> right, is yeah. happening now? Yeah, and, and the cops show up because Fred Williamson had called them to come out there previously. Yeah. And then that's when all the hippies run away. And we're like, why are you running away? They're just going to arrest the black guy. I mean, come on. <laughs> yep. There were even two black guys in that group, yeah. plus Fred Williamson. Right. So you're safe. Yeah, white people. But yeah, they, they scatter and Fred Williamson's like, all right. Time to join in on this chase. Mm-hmm. And this beach um, appears to have been hit by a hurricane. Because Welcome to Venice. It is the shittiest. Like, everything is just busted as fuck. Mm-hmm. Like, the pier is just shitty. And every building is just shitty. It's like yeah. they dropped off a chunk of shitty New York right it's like, here. Yeah, it's post-apocalyptic Venice. Yeah. It's like, just how come they didn't part. film, you know, like, uh, space movies here? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but... Um, yeah, so this is just everyone's just kind of running and hiding through um, ruins. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and he starts shooting at the girl. Mm-hmm. And that's where we're like, hmm. I think he just shot once at her. Okay. I mean, because I was counting the bullet shots. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, so does Fred Six Williamson, shooter. which yep. is the oddest thing I've ever seen in a movie ever. Fred Williamson actually stops and counts. He's like, one, two, three, four, yeah. five. Okay. And then he shoots at Fred Williamson one more time. And he's like, all right, six. That's it. I'm going in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. Yeah, so it, it. But yeah, no, I mean, yeah, you, well, because what he happens takes is, he takes a shot at her, and then like she stops and is like, "Oh shit, I just got shot at," mm-hmm. and then he like goes over and like rips her shirt up, and she's got the heroin like strapped tape to her. strapped to her. It's yeah. like it's like in a poster tube, right? And and something, that, something that something that would fit in, that in that the game, yeah. <laughs> but it's yeah, she's just got it strapped around her belly, and he mm-hmm. yoinks it away, and is like, "Bye." Yeah, and, and that's then, and that's and he's about to shoot her, and yes. when Fred Williamson attacks right. him, right? Because he finally catches up. Yeah. But that's when the chase happens, and then eventually he knows he's out of bullets, so they start fighting. Mm-hmm. He dives and, off the roof. That's, yes, that's he does. Yeah. And Sneaks up on him. Yeah. Eventually, he beats he beats the hell out of him enough that the guy's just unconscious. Mm-hmm. And he's carrying him <laughs> to the edge of the pier, and the cops are like, all right, put him down. Don't do it, Stone. Don't do it. <laughs> Stone just And like, he's like, the fuck ever. Drop. <laughs> Tosses the guy into the bay. And the guy's like, ah, go fish him out. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and then the guy's just like, "Jesus Stone, you did it again, and you're a he's mess." Like, and yeah, and he's, he's like, like, "Where's the Where's the heroin?" Yeah. Oh, it's right here. Yeah. Like, wow, this is half a mil worth of heroin. You're like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> and uh, uh, well, he does the whole thing. He's like, "How do you know he didn't swim?" He's like, well, "Been one less scumbag on the street, yeah. to get away or something." Blah blah yeah. blah. Okay, we forgot one random ass scene. Oh. when he went to the merry-go-round, mm. which is just yep, an arcade. That's... We forgot it because it doesn't play into anything no, aside it, from him hating drug dealers. Yeah, this is close to like this is right around the start of the third act where he is just in this arcade and you're like, what's he doing there? And he spies a dude selling drugs to a kid mm-hmm. and he goes over and makes that dude eat his drugs. But he that kills has, that man. Yes, he does. Like, like he <laughs> gives that man a drug overdose and murders him. Yes. Straight and I like, up. I like that the dude realizes it because he's mumbling Jesus Christ as he's dying. So, as he's being force fed the drugs. Here, here's the thing I don't understand. And I mean, I feel like I've watched a good number of 70, 70s movies, some of them dealing with drugs. Mm-hmm. And I didn't understand any of the goddamn 
street lingo they were using in this movie. None of it. Well, he straight up called this acid when he was. He yeah. did, mm-hmm. but yeah. acid is not a powder. No, and like I mean, he was. Dude, I don't know. Man. I'm saying he was feeding him heroin, basically. Like that's yeah. the only thing that would fuck you up that much that fast. Yeah, because I mean, like. Yeah, he, like, takes these little packets and is, like, force-feeding them down, like, makes them swallow and all this stuff, then takes them to the merry-go-round and, and turns it on and, like, leaves them, like, dangling over one of the horse. And and you... Uh, he's on the horse. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yep. Sorry, just, there just, it is. Just, just hit me. Um, but, like, no, I just mean the dude is, like, just, like, you know, he's he's Uma Thurman in yes. Pulp Fiction. Like, yes. it's just like, ah, uh, you know, like, mm-hmm. this dude is dead. Yeah. But yeah, that merry-go-round has a sick beat too. For some reason, like, yeah. <laughs> that merry-go-round song had a funky ass. Well, beat I'm saying to like him. they were just the shit that they were throwing out, like poppers and cappers yeah. and dapplers, and it's uh-huh. like dapplers, fuck you, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> dabbers, and yeah. I mean, I don't know what the fuck they were talking about nine times out of ten in this fucking movie. I, yeah. 1974, no one knew shit about drugs, yeah, so it was just like, you know, the yeah. drugs. Just yeah. put in any name for drugs. People were doing dope. quaaludes back then. I mean, <laughs> yeah. come on. Yeah. Dope. People didn't understand Hoppers. their drugs yet. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, he he specifically said, oh, you're selling ass to these kids. Yeah. And it's like, that does never come in a power, this powder. power form. <laughs> that, yeah. Never. Yeah. So anyway, that was like, and we were just like, yeah, fuck that guy up. And then you're like, wait, what did that have to do with anything? Mm-hmm. Nothing. It yeah, just reinforced isn't that, that. Isn't that basically what happened right after he had... um. Like he had discovered the dead old man Talbot. Yeah, maybe. Didn't it kind of like lead into that? Because it seemed like, all right, you're at a dead end now. Yeah. You don't have the cane. Or, like, yeah, yeah. It's, it's after they took the cane. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where he's kind of at a dead end. It's yeah. like, we're expecting that to lead somewhere. Like he was going to shake down that guy. But no, no. It is just, hey, I saw a drug dealer and I murdered him. Yep. I like that he shakes the shit out of him too before he starts fa- force feeding him the heroin. Yeah. Like, they, they, it's, it's like a prolonged, like, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> Up against the wall. But he anyway, throws yeah. him into like a Zoltar machine, except Zoltar is just an old grandma. Yeah, it just yeah. says, ask grandma. <laughs> yeah. It's an ask grandma machine. Yeah. Like, was, it, was it ask grandma or was it grandma says? Yeah. Sir. I think it was says, grandma says yeah. because I need Chuck you a sweater. Said, <laughs> Why don't you Chuck call me? Chuck was just like, grandma says, you never call me. <laughs> Why don't you that, eat That would be the more. only thing grandma would ever say. That would be the card that pops out. It's yeah, just you like, never call me. Call me more often. We miss you. That makes sense because, I mean, he was force feeding him heroin. Like, grandmothers force feed you literally everything yes, like exactly. eat more yes yeah. i'm fine yeah <laughs> you look hungry <laughs> yeah yeah but anyway yeah the movie just kind of uh he goes back to yeah well, well well like so the cops going back to the like he's dropped the guy off and then his partner or ex-partner is like oh god damn it yeah. they fish the dude out he's like he's all covered up like he's dead yeah which is weird because like i don't think he died he was swimming when he they was looked swimming down on him yeah. but yeah they cover up and he's like oh that's so and so with the something something mafia and it's like that must have been a really big deal for them to bring him in and he's just like he does a quick thing of like oh if they did this and uh, the, the producer people i get it oh i get it yeah and he's just <laughs> yeah, like, basically and he's it's like, like yeah that makes sense and he's like oh yeah you may want to go over arrest those two and mm-hmm. then you know yeah that's i mean it's basically like, case closed I guess basically and then I swear the last scene of this is just recycled footage from the opening of this mm-hmm. where he goes buys flowers pretty sure it is walks yeah. over to Teresa Graves's door knocks on the door opens it and it freeze frames before the camera pans over to see the scene where the girl was inside because mm-hmm. I think it's the exact same footage yeah, yeah it's like Groundhog um, Day yeah he's just gonna because I was like wait did this movie just loop back on itself yeah he has, <laughs> he has to solve the same case every day until he gets it right <laughs> and then finally that girl is not in Teresa Graves's apartment right, and right. then he wins yeah <laughs> But yeah, that's how it ends. He just goes back to her apartment. Mm-hmm. She's like, hey, freeze. Mm-hmm. Yep. Two quick things. Okay. The Pooh House was a real place. All right. Yay. Good, good job researching it. I, I did welcome. some quick Googling and didn't see it. Uh, I 
I would imagine Googling that would be problematic. I, it wasn't problematic. It was just not finding what I needed to define. Okay. Surprisingly easy to find it. Did you, right. oh, you probably um, put Venice in there. I didn't put that in. Yeah, I did. Okay. okay. And the poo house in quotes helped. Mm. Um, <laughs> but it used to be a bakery, and then it turned into a health food store called the Pooh House. What? Mm. Like, did they drop the H? Like, you know, no, like no. healthy poos? Yeah, yeah. no, no, like, no. Crunchy like, granola. It, it, was a, it was just <laughs> like a typical Jewish ones. bakery uh-huh. before, and then it got turned into the poo house. Anyhow. What is it now? Uh, probably nothing. I think that's Rubble. where the... Yeah, it's <laughs> probably an actual poo house now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, if it was a public toilet, that would be great. <laughs> That'd be pretty good. Pretty good. I, I meant like a hobo toilet. But yeah. <laughs> Basically a yeah. public toilet. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, second thing is, there was powdered LSD available in the 60s and 70s. What? Not very common, but... I would imagine not. I, I don't I don't know that that means that that scene is grounded in reality. Why but would they're... little kids in an arcade want powdered LSD? <laughs> what the shit? I assume that it, that it was just, you <laughs> know, that this is You've just... you never played Space Invaders on LSD? Th- no, and neither did these kids in 1974. <laughs> <laughs> it I'm still not... sucks. <laughs> I'm not saying that, that 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 means that this is grounded in reality, just mm. that it theoretically was available. All so. right. Yeah. Well, something, something was ground up sure. and put in a baggie. Yeah. Then force fed to that guy. Right. Weird. Weird. Mm. Anyway, movie's over. Okay. Black, Black Eye ended. <sighs> yeah, I guess we should give it some ratings and yeah. stuff now. Yeah. 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 No Stargrove. No. The incidental music's pretty good. Yeah. It's not it's, bad. It's, it's Random. fun, funky. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, yeah, it's serviceable. Yep. It's what you'd expect. Mm-hmm. But as for the actual movie. Yes. I am going to go two jocks. Okay. Both of which are for Fred Williamson. Because <laughs> without him, this movie's kind of nothing, to mm-hmm. be honest. Like, like it just it doesn't have much going for it. But, like, the charisma he shows in throughout this movie, just the mugging he does and the reactions he has to other people and how he plays off everyone else are really great. Yeah. But aside from that, I kind of couldn't give a shit about most of what's going on in this one. But it's it's almost like a Fred Williamson hangout movie for me. It's like, yeah, you get to hang out with Fred Williamson for a while. See him do stuff. Yeah, <laughs> do stuff. And yeah. Talk to his lady about how she's kind of sort of cheating on him, even though they're not really exclusive and, you know, just mm-hmm. that sort of stuff. Yep. But but there's a lot better black exploitation stuff out there, I think, especially sure, sure. with Fred Williamson. Yep. Yeah. I'm going to agree with that. Two jocks. Um, like we like we kind of said, it's paced a little bit funky, like, you know, paced like a book almost. Um, feels a little bit like a weird short story with details that we don't need. Um, but it's all right. It's non-offensive, mostly. Um, <laughs> there's, nothing, there's nothing wrong with it, necessarily. Uh, it's just not that exciting. It's a little... It's a little detective story. It's a little, you know, it's a little dime novel is what it is. Yeah. And we get to hang out with Fred Williamson, and I mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Two jocks. Oh, you want me to go? Sure. All right. Um, yeah, sure. That seems like a good rating. And I I can almost go three, because I, I, I feel like Fred Williamson, like, there was, a, there was a point, I don't remember what it was, where he was just doing something, and I was like, God damn. Fred Williamson was a fucking powerhouse of karma mm. or, you know, charisma, not mm. karma, karma too, probably. But I don't know, just like, he was just like, he's just incredibly charismatic. Yeah. And, and this movie is like a really good showcase for that. It just, I think it was like something really weird. Like when he was just incidentally like 
hopping over to his car to go follow Talbot. There's just something about like the way like his presence on screen mm-hmm. is strangely magnetic, and I it's I don't know, it's just bizarre. I I'm still only gonna give it two, just because like I I I really dig movies like this, like little whodunit things. This one has some strange pacing issues, and and then and nothing really comes together in like one of those like aha like kind of things like like a good film noir does. Yeah, it's just more, like it's more like huh? Yeah, it's kind of like <laughs> uh, all right, yeah, that I guess that goes together, and, it, and it's like I said, it's it's really weird to me that like the Miss Francis character has nothing to do with this whole thing except for just like I happen to be in the building and sleeping with your quasi girlfriend, mm-hmm. but and I invited the the evildoers over to my party. It's just it's. It's weird how like everything's connected, but yet not. Yeah. At, at certain parts, so yeah, I think I got to deduct any any further jocks I would give it for that messiness. But I don't know. I, I could just I can watch movies like this. They're they're a guilty pleasure of yeah. detective whodunit things. Like mm-hmm. that's why I like Shane Black shit and L.A. Confidential and things like that. It's like I like movies that just you know like multi layers going on. Tie it all together. Yeah. At the yeah. End. yeah. This one just doesn't. Exactly. I might be able to slide it an extra jocks for Big Mama. Big mm. was the new stand, yeah. but mm. everything she, there everything else kind of kind of dials it back. Yeah, um, I I enjoyed this. I I think I can give it three jocks. Um, this is just kind of one of those kinds of th- like that, just kind of that seventies aesthetic where it's just like this is just kind of cool and groovy, and you can just you can watch it. You could probably just put this on, you know, and just leave it running in the background and. I kind of like the randomness of it because it's different than I, I that's that's kind of me saying like it's weird dumb randomness is it's bad for a story structure but like for what we watch it's like what the hell is I, I kind of like that what the hell is going on kind of thing and mm-hmm. it's disappointing that it doesn't come together like I think it should and there are just dead ends all over the place but I, I really I really have to give it credit not only for just having this kind of bisexual girlfriend storyline but for her speech to him when he confronts her about it and he's just like and she's like i'm the same person like i just happen to really enjoy her company and we you know like a lot of the same things he kind of has a weak ass argument to that but it's not none of it is the 70s grossness that you would expect from a conversation like that i wouldn't expect this to be a plot point in anything in the 70s or the 80s for that matter it took a while for like like uh, lesbian relationships in movies to not be like this weird sadist kind of thing where it's just like one domineering German who is like yeah. hassling people in the shower. You know, it's like it, it it's it's interesting to me. I, I think that's a fascinating aspect of this movie. Um, you know, it doesn't make it great or anything. It's just it's just another little bit of business in this movie that's makes it something unique. Um, other than that, I mean, this could have been made for TV. It's it's a, it's very much a, a like a like a TV detective show kind of thing, uh, yeah. just with some foul language and stuff like that. But Fred Williamson is a charismatic motherfucker. Like, why that guy really didn't get his due in the 70s, he, he should have. He should have mm-hmm. been, like, up there with, like, Burt Reynolds doing that kind of stuff. Just, like, good-natured, kind of just, like, having a good time, adventuring kind of thing. Um, so, yeah, I can give it three jocks. Mm. Right on. All right. Well, let's take a break, shall we?
All right, welcome back. Hey, hey. second half, half number two, second half timing, second half. Um, so I, I'm, I'm realizing now that it, it's going to start sounding like I'm shilling for Netflix uh, as we talk about new movies, but because two weeks in a row I have watched brand new Netflix exclusive movies. Well, they release one every three days. Yeah, so. that's true. <laughs> um, but yeah, not endorsed by Netflix. Uh, I, I watched Polar. Right. Yeah. Mads, oh, I've Mads, seen Mads Mikkelsen. Right. Kind of the other John Wickish thing. Yeah. But with Wickish. Mads. Yeah. Um, man, I I just watched this last night, and I'm still not what, sure what to think of this movie. Mm, one of those. It's. I don't know. It, it's a hard one for me to even say I recommend watching it because there's some super unpleasant shit from time to time plus some like man that was really bad like that scene was bad or mm-hmm. this person what they're doing was bad <laughs> and then all of a sudden it's just like it'll come together and it'd be like holy fucking shit why is the movie not this wall to wall and like it's I, I guess I'm going to give it a, a, a if you have a strong stomach I will give it a recommend you know because like I said it, shit gets real unpleasant not in any of our normal like why we will ban Banffcast movie ways I'm just saying sure. like mm-hmm. there's some really like gross like unpleasant shit going on in this um I don't even really want to say what because it's kind of p- very plot specific sure um but yeah when when it's doing what it's supposed to be doing the movie is fantastic mm-hmm. it's just there's some parts where it is absolutely not doing what you want it to do um Mads is giving like a stellar weird performance thing like it's it's stellar weird i mean it's 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 really good and it's like it's like it's understated cool guy which is like a thing you want you know Mm -hmm. like and and he just does it pretty well um like man a few words kind of deal Mm -hmm. um but yeah i mean the movie is super uneven um plus it's like i when i hit play on it like it was like directed by jonas ackerland and i was like why do i know that name he directed like a bajillion yeah, music, videos, music videos, like, like a lot of like really well known. Like I think Madonna's Ray of Light and shit like that. I think yep. it was him. You know, so, back my bitch up. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, yeah, kind of tells like, I'm not saying there aren't. I mean, uh, David Fincher was a music music director. There have been yeah. music video directors that have turned into good directors. Michael Bay. Uh, <laughs> I wasn't gonna say that, but maybe. No, we proved it. Did we? Yeah. I don't think we did. I think numbers wise, we most definitely did not prove that. Okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's to talk about Michael Bay. It's, it's a problem that Michael Bay has with movies where it's like tonal shifts and stuff like that. That's, mm. that's this movie's problem. And I feel like that's something that is common with music. A lot of music video directors is that they're used to working in a three, four five minute medium. And then it's like, they don't know how to, not make everything like a, a vignette. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so like I said, it's, it's on Netflix. You can watch it obviously super easily. Um, if you, you know, it's in 4k Dolby vision, Atmos, all that stuff is, you know, have all the fancy things. Like I'm saying, it's just, it's a, it's an uneven experience, but when the highs are super high, it's just, there's some real fucking weirdness in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> there's also, there's, there's at least one person I had no idea was in the movie. So, when they showed up, I was like, holy shit. Like, it just was like <laughs> one of those, like, A, I haven't seen them in a really long time. And I kind of wasn't entirely sure they were still alive. Oh. And then it was like, and then it was like that. 
Yeah, but why are you in this movie? Like, never mind. I, I'm going to give it away. Or okay. You're just going to look it up. But it's like, it's one of those people It's like, once upon a time, you shouldn't be in a movie like this. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> sure. So, All yeah. right. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's, it's a, it's a real weird thing, but man, there, there is, there is one scene where it's just like, yep, you're about to do what I want you to do. And then it does it for an extended period of time. And it's like, hmm. damn it. Why wasn't the whole movie just this, hmm. but two, two good scenes like that. But one, one where it's just like, holy shit. Yes. After this unpleasantness, do murder, that. murder yeah. machine, man. Let's okay. Go. So, cool. Yeah. It's, it's a thing. I, it's a. It's a trip of a movie, so. <laughs> Box quote. Yeah. Well, speaking of John Wick-ish <laughs> movies. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Did you see a John Wick-ish movie? Yes, I saw John Wick 1 and John Wick the second. Oh, there you go. I those, saw... those are the most John Wick movies. Yeah, they John are, Wick by definition. The first one is the most. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Second was pretty pretty John Wick. Um, <laughs> he is pretty. It, yeah, he kind of is. Yeah. Um, He's just a little bit dreamy, I guess. A little bit. Um, I've seen John Wick the first previously. Mm-hmm. Um, haven't hadn't seen John Wick the second. Um, it's more John Wick. Yeah, and that's not a bad thing. But it feels like it goes too fast. Like it feels like it just breezes through everything that's going on in that movie, and then the end hits, and you're like. <laughs> Oh, that, that's the that's no, uh, <laughs> like that's that's the end. That's it. I gotta wait for another movie to see the end of this movie. Well, luckily you don't have to wait. You don't long. have to wait long. Yeah, no, you, we've all been waiting yeah. a long time. We have waited. I know, but years. <laughs> but it's just surprising. Like this is this is the end. This is how we're gonna we're gonna end this, this like is, this. Have you not seen Keanu movies? This is what they do. The second one. They know they're making the third one, so yeah, why yeah. have a real ending? I know, I know, but <laughs> it was kind of annoying. Oh, okay. um, it's a good setup, though. It it is. It's a it's a good setup, and like it's a dumb setup, but also in sure. that universe, you're like, yeah. <laughs> in that universe, it's fine. Yeah, the uh, way the trailer makes the third one look, I'm better with it than I was. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Knowing that the third one is coming. Because the second one makes it seem like, okay, literally everyone in the world is an assassin. Right. Yeah, not the case. And they're all out <laughs> after John Wick. And it's like, no, no, not quite. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, it's pretty good. John Wick 2. If you haven't seen it, you should probably get on that. The yeah. time is ripe. Hmm. Watch them both. Because it's, what, like three hours total, something like that? It's it's not very long for yeah. for the first and second. But that's it. That's all I got to say about okay. it. Okay. Well, speaking of a pair of movies, I watched a pair of movies. Okay. I watched a pair of uh, American animes. American maze. <laughs> They're just animated movies. We call those cartoons. Oh, okay. I watched a couple we, of cartoons. We I call watched, all of them cartoons. I watched two uh, two of them DC Universe cartoons. Ooh. Yeah. Really? I watched uh, Superman Doomsday and Justice League The New Frontier. Are you just starting in release order? Isn't that yeah. the first two? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was. I was... Well, because that that Rise of the Superman came out like this week, I think, mm. and I was like, "Man, I'd like to see that and the one before it," but they weren't quite out yet. And I was like, "Well, I'll just start here." Those those are good. They're they're in, they're not great. They're good. They're interesting, especially for someone like me, um, because they do interesting things with characters I already know, mm-hmm. and also they do things that I don't know if these things are known to comic book people. 
Uh, but there are just random. There, there will be a character that comes along where I'm just like, wait, what? Who is th- what is what's happening? The the fact that Superman has a robot butler. I was just like, when did this happen? <laughs> I need to know when he got this robot butler. Just, yeah, in the Hall of, Hall of, uh, Fortress of Solitude, yeah. he has a robot butler. Yeah, yeah okay, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Okay, fine. <laughs> You're okay with that. For me, it was just like, wait, what? what was, where did this guy come from? Um, I was at Hall of Justice, but that's yeah. not where the robot butler no, is. No, he lives at the yeah. Fortress of Solitude. Robot butler. Um, so I thought, I, I thought Superman Doomsday did an interesting job sort of telling that story i know it is not as crazy as the actual comic arc is because i know there's so many more layers to it but it's it was interesting going into these um looking at the animation with like okay this is like a oh this looks like week weekday afternoon you know series animation i mean it's a little better than that but Mm -hmm. just aesthetically you know you just your brain goes to okay this is like fox afternoon you know stuff but these things are like violent and disturbing in a few ways. Not like bloody, like there's there's not a lot of blood in these, but like the violence is there. Like Lex Luthor just straight up murdering his secretary at one point is just like Jesus. Like it it's until you're prepared for the tone of these movies, it's it's a bit striking for a, a newbie like me. Mm-hmm. Um, was, was it Mercy? Did he murder yeah. Mercy? Yes, he did. That is the weirdest thing because she gets murdered and comes back more times than That's, anybody else. Yeah, I figured. Um. So I I liked the Justice League movie a little bit more, although I don't think it the payoff in it is as good as the setup. I man, I was so digging the setup of that. Like just setting it in the late fifties and having both like like Superman and Wonder Woman had obviously been around for a long time, but you're still getting the origin stories of the rest of these things. Mm-hmm. That was interesting to me. Um and then I swear to God, Martian Manhunter. No clue. I had zero knowledge of this this character. None whatsoever. So, like, this whole thing was fascinating to me mm-hmm. of just like, man, what the hell is this? Yeah. Um, they, they, they do his origin real good. Okay. I was I was super into that. Yeah. Um, and that was again, that was a thing where I was just like, man, I had no idea what this is. None whatsoever. And was instantly like, I got to find out more about that. That seems really cool. And I just the, the late 50s, like Red Scare kind of through line that's running through this is cool. I much preferred Kyle McLaughlin as Superman over Adam Baldwin. I didn't think Adam Baldwin was very good as the voice in, in Doomsday. Mm-hmm. Um, now, there's certain people that are better at the voices than others. It's really weird how all of these just, they totally what's, what's, what's blow weird up the is casting. Like, he, he works really, he, he becomes Hal Jordan later, and he kind of works for that. because, oh. And it kind of works on a, <laughs> on a double level, because like, Hal Jordan's kind of an asshole. Okay, so I know it, people don't like Hal Jordan. I, I know. Well, like, I was saying like it's it just kind of works on like a double level now because okay. like you can go like yeah, Tom Baldwin's kind of a dick. So. Okay. Yeah, it, <laughs> I was really kind of entertained by the fact of how the the Justice League one in particular had to find a way to just completely write out the two God characters, Superman and Wonder Woman, and just be like they can't be in this final battle. Mm-hmm. It would be too easy. So uh, something happened to them. They can't be here right now. <laughs> I, I I will go ahead and warn you. I mean, I don't know if your plan is to go through the whole mm-hmm. series. Yeah. All right. Well, I can warn you because some are going to be like, you're going to have no idea what's going on and some are just bad. I figured. Okay. <laughs> I figured they're going to be because they're just cranking those things out and I'm sure yeah. it's not the same. Well, they're the, not really. I mean, they like we're doing like one or two a year, yeah, which is not that, cranking them out. No, really. but I mean, it yeah. kind of is in a way. I mean, it's a lot of storytelling sure, going on sure. and, and each one seems to be a different vibe. 
I, I both liked and didn't like how Batman story and Justice League was kind of like ongoing and also unresolved. It was just kind of like, hey, Batman, we don't know what's going on with him. Oh, here he is. Oh, well, he's got to go, you know. Yeah. Um, and I don't think Jeremy Sisto was the right choice for Batman's voice. That was not, hmm, not they, right. It, it's weird because like some of these are like really good movies and they have really bad casting choices, which yeah. throw them off. Like yeah. it's like, man, if you put this guy that did this and this one with this story, yeah. you'd have a perfect movie. And then, you know. Yeah, like each one seems, the two so far that I've watched seem to be doing like this stunt casting of just like whatever names we can get, put them in here. And it's like some of them eased right into the character. Like Neil Patrick Harris as The Flash was good. I, I thought he was perfect for that. Mm-hmm. Um, but some people were just like, yeah, that's Brooke Shields. I don't know why, it's, but it's Brooke Shields. Yeah. She's there. They, they got over that. A l- I mean, they kind of more got a stable of people that they liked okay. several movies in. Uh, yeah, the first like three or four were like, get that get that TV celebrity or whatever, you yeah. know, like mm-hmm. people know. So it was like they weren't necessarily right. But, yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah. each the cast of both like on paper, you're just like, holy shit, that's an amazing cast. But just, just some people aren't suited for voice work or if they are, they weren't given the right character. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I I thought those were both entertaining and some interesting gateways, and in, because both of them are like, yeah, you know the basics for most of this, and that's always amusing to me when they're just like, you know the you know these people anyway. Mm-hmm. Here's a story, mm-hmm. <laughs> man. Like the whole thing with like uh, in in Doomsday with uh, Superman, the actual Superman coming back and just murdering all the clones. Like he goes into Lex Luthor's lair and there's just clones of him everywhere, and he's just like, man, fuck this, and just. Or was that the clone that murdered all the clones? I don't know. I've never seen them. Okay. It's been a long time for that one. And it's... I've only read the original Doomsday comic, which right. did not include any clones. I thought one wasn't a clone, wasn't it? Came later. Well, oh, okay. in, in this one... Because like, he... like Doomsday, is it like all of like the Superman dying and then coming oh, back? Oh, that's like in the first 10 minutes yeah, of the movie. Yeah, it's like the first act, he dies. Yeah, yeah. And then the second act is kind of like people dealing with him being oh, okay. dead. Okay, so the whole thing's just called Doomsday. Yeah, and then Superman comes back, but beginning. it's a clone that Lex Luthor made, and he's yeah. got a lead thing in his head to prevent him from knowing that Lex Luthor did it, and he goes into, like, a beauty salon and just fucking rips this piece of lead out of his mm-hmm. head, and then it's just like, I'm gonna go murder the rest of your Superman clones. And meanwhile, like, real Superman has been taken by the robot back to... Uh, <laughs> yeah, and he just like he puts on like the 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 radiation absorbing suit, and so he's got the black suit at the end. Mm-hmm. It's man, and he's got long hair, yeah. and it's weird. It's ah, oh, it's it's. Man, you're really gonna hate when they get to the new fifty two costumes because they were so bad. Mm. They just switched all all of the ones now. I mean, you're, you've got you've got many movies to go, yeah. but like, I don't know what's what's up with that. They all have weird neckline things. It's. <laughs> like you can't see superhero necks anymore or something like that. It's like everyone's thing has to like come to here. It's like, why do you have to cover your necks? You got to protect your neck. I know. Yeah. I know. I should have listened to the Wu-Tang, but, but yeah. it looks weird on a superhero, especially Superman. Like Superman does not need to protect his neck. Uh, you never know. <laughs> I don't know. So yeah, those are interesting. People should watch mm. them. They're they're better than I expected them to be. I expect I expected to get maybe like 20 minutes into it and go, all right, these are not for me. Man, I, I can't wait to get you down a rabbit hole of some of the dc animated stuff yeah good luck well him i mean he uh, sounds like he's in for it sure so far i'm i'm good you should watch the justice league cartoon it's really good okay mm. i'm gonna watch the challenge of the super friends no yes <laughs> watch the watch good ones teen titans go okay mm, they just had a movie really they went should. to the movies teen titans go to the movies mm-hmm mm. 
Teen Titans go to the polls. Am I right? <laughs> I don't know who made Teen Titans go. Oh, Christ. <laughs> yep. It was all lost at that point. Ugh. We all know it, too. Anyway, that's all I got. All right. Okay. Anybody else? Nothing? Not me. Cool. No. I just work. All right. That's good. That's good. Working's okay. Pays yeah. the bills. Yeah. I just work in cash checks. That's all I do. You know what the pays the bills for us? <laughs> what? <laughs> Patreon.com slash BMFcast. Work it. Yeah. How do you like that segue? I do. It was good. That's the only clever thing I have. I'm oh. very tired and getting over a very bad cold. So BMF at BMFcast.com, 9105-JOX-BMF or 9105569263. BMF at BMFcast.com so or already. just straight BMFcast.com <laughs> for the website. Click all the buttons. <laughs> <laughs> Give us your money. You know, join the Discord. You know, it's, it's just, it's just, get on there. You're the, the purveyor. Get on there and just click, 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 click. It's real easy, man. <laughs> <laughs> Who likes internet? I like internet. <laughs> All right. Let's get out of here, shall we? Yes. I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And this is Bamcast out. See you next time.